to the end of mm-hmm. financial freedom, then that's where the coaching component comes in. And, and, I, and I just want to add this to it is, again, there's a lot of people that can sell life insurance policy. But is that person also the coach that can help you implement this into a system to get you into passive income, into financial freedom? And that's, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a missing component that we walk people through a five pillars of financial freedom. Infinite banking is one of those. But man, if you can see how they all connect, it gets super powerful. Guys, before we start this episode, I want to welcome you to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. This is a podcast that's all about real estate investing and investing in general. So if you're just getting started as a wholesaler, all the way up to those that are doing you know, syndications, I want to make sure that we provide something for you. In this episode with Joey Murray, we talked about a concept that I have recently become involved with, and it's called the infinite banking concept uh, that was created basically, or I don't want to say created, but um, educated by Nelson Nash. And this is a concept of using whole life insurance policies to fund your investment uh, products. So in this episode, I just want you to sit back and listen to this conversation. Not much writing I need you to do, not much homework I need you to do, but I just want you to listen to the concept, listen to how he's using his policy, how I'm using my policy in order to increase our passive income, because ultimately that's the goal. I know if you're you're beginning, you're saying, hey, you know what? I need the piles of cash. I need the piles of cash. But once you build up that piles of cash, what are you going to do with it? One of our words that we ended out the conversation with was stewardship. So once you have that pile of cash, how are you going to be a good steward of that money? Right? So it's not about Lamborghinis, Rolex watches, or anything like that. Once you become um, more diverse in investments, you start to find other ways to use your money. So I want you to Go ahead, listen to this episode, get engrossed into it. And then if you have any questions, further questions, feel free to reach out to me. Again, we have our 15-minute free consultation where you can go to MarcusEMaloney.com. And then also our doors are open for the Deal Finders Club. So go to azdfc.com to be a member of the Deal Finders Club. We try and, well, not try, but we show you how to find deals in any market, no matter if it's in your home market or virtual market. And right now, finding deals are most important. Money is not the issue. It's finding quality deals to pass off to investors or to increase your portfolio or to do your next fix and flip. So that's why I'm here. I want to help you get that next deal. So go to azdfc.com. You'll see the testimonials there of people that we've helped and people that we're continuing to help. So me and my partner, Mike, we would love to have you. So go to azdfc.com. Without any further delay, let's jump right into this episode with Joey Murray talking about infinite banking. You're listening to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show, a podcast that discusses the intricacies of real estate investing with your host, Marcus E. Maloney. Marcus is a real estate investor best known for being the equity king. He's been awarded that moniker because he and his team find amazing real estate deals. He will be talking with investors who have done some transformational things in the real estate industry. They'll discuss their process, their strategies, and how their investments transform their lives 
and the communities they invest in. We welcome you to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. The We Love Equity Show is brought to you by Azria, widely recognized as an outstanding resource for real estate investors with exceptional education, networking, and support, along with profit-enhancing benefits and all aspects of real estate investing. Visit Azria at www.azria.org. That's visit Azria at www.azreia.org. Hello, We Love Equity listeners, and thank you for being here again for another episode of the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. On today, we're going to talk about something a little bit different, right? And I've been introduced to this concept about a year and a half to two years ago, and now it is my favorite vehicle for investing in real estate, right? You guys know that I started out with wholesaling and started doing some fix and flips, and now I'm focused on passive income. And I use this vehicle for passive income. And I'm going to let Joey Murray explain it to you the easiest and possible way, right? Because there's always ways to get in and out of investment vehicles, but this one here will definitely sustain you long-term and there's quite a bit of upside to it. So we have Joey Murray here today. He hails from Birmingham, Alabama, and he's a real estate investor. He's doing quite a few different things, short-term rentals, land flipping, all kinds of myriads of investing. But I wanted to bring him on the show today because he's going to introduce something to you that you may have heard on YouTube or on other podcasts, but I wanted to bring it directly to you as my very special listener. So Joey, man, welcome to the show. How are you? Man, anybody that says we love equity is my kind of guy. I mean, there we go. <laughs> I, I know I'm in the right room. <laughs> there we go. Right. Right. Because you want to build up that equity so you can then use that to start buying other properties and things of that nature. Right. So 100 percent. Joey, I know I didn't give your background enough justice. Right. I followed you and I met you through some other colleagues and this is our first time meeting. So what I want you to do is I want you to introduce yourself to the listeners and to me also. That way we can have a great conversation for these next 40, 45 minutes. Well, I'll tell you this. The big picture is I'm a freedom junkie, right? I, I want time freedom. I want financial freedom. I want spiritual freedom, like all the above. Give it all to me. And mm -hmm. and I've, I came from a point where I thought I had a lot of freedom because I had a lot of income, right? Active income. As I was in the mortgage business, I was making more money in my late 20s than I thought I'd ever make. And but what I realized is it didn't create freedom for me. It actually created more of a prison because mm -hmm. now I would go to on vacation with my, my wife and I have five daughters, Marcus. So oh, you know, wow. okay. pray, pray for me uh, after yeah. the show, but I would go on vacations with them. They're, they're so precious to me. I love them. I want, I'm doing all this for them. And what would happen is I'd have my phone on my hip and that phone call would come in and I'd say, Hey, girls, why don't y'all go down to the beach? I'll be right down. I just have to take this one last call. And what, what, what you, you know what happened, Marcus, three hours later, I'm walking yep. down that boardwalk behind the condo at the beach. And there they come walking up, just pissed. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, you know, that face, right? Yep. Where they're just so disappointed. Like dad, you're here, you're on vacation with us, but you're not 
present. And I don't know about you, but man, that's the kind of thing that motivated me to say, maybe active income, more income isn't the answer. Because that's what was trading my time for money at a higher number, but it wasn't creating freedom. And it wasn't until I got introduced to this concept of infinite banking and read the book, Become Your Own Banker by Nelson Nash, that my eyes started to be open, that I Mm -hmm. needed to be in the business of controlling my finances that would then lead to passive income and all that time freedom back. And man, so after 11 years being in the mortgage business, I actually started teaching people this same process after I had implemented it for four years. And man, it's just been a wild ride since 20, uh, excuse me, 2014, whenever I left the uh, mortgage industry. Okay. So we're talking about infinite banking, Joey, for those who have absolutely no idea what we're talking about and what we're going to be talking about. Give us the foundation. What is infinite banking? So infinite banking is a process whereby you take control of your finances by getting access to your own capital. And let me explain the opposite. And this is where I was stuck in the mortgage business. Mm -hmm. I was putting money away into 401ks. I was putting money away into IRAs. I'd even started considering putting money into 529 plans for my college savings for my daughters. And what all those vehicles do is they separate you from your money. They keep them at arm's length. Like I can't touch the money in a 401k until I'm six or excuse me, 59 and a half. Mm -hmm. Well, what I realized is all those things are great vehicles for someone else. Someone who doesn't want financial freedom. Someone who doesn't want to take off half the week because they can. And so if I'm only thinking about retirement, which by the way, retirement is not in the Bible. I do not ever want to be taken (laughs) out of service. That's what that means, right? I want to always be in service of others. And, And so I want, but I want to be able to do that at my pace and with the people who I want to serve today. And right now that's my kids, man. My I've got four-year-old up to a 17-year-old and they all have needs that I will never be able to uniquely meet mm-hmm. 10, 20 years from now, right? Yep. It's today that they have those needs. So infinite banking put me back in control. I started, I stopped putting money into 401ks, IRAs, 529 plans. I started funding very specifically designed whole life insurance policies. It created a system that I could then borrow against the cash value of those life insurance policies to invest Mm -hmm. in passive income assets. And as those assets produced income, where do you think they went? They went right back into that same life insurance system Uh, to refill the the bucket so that I could go and do it all over again. Mm -hmm. And we did this there's a lot of details I'm not going to get into today. Right, we have, right, we have yeah. courses on this thing, right? But the result was we went from $2,500 a month of passive income in 2020 to just 18 to 24 months later, over 50000 a month. And that was through this process of infinite banking and being educated as an investor on where to put money to create passive income. 
So it wasn't just infinite banking that produced those results. It was also becoming an investor. So I don't want to, right. Those, th- those two things go together. Right. Mm-hmm. But man, the results are getting that time back, creating freedom. And it started with funding that system that was in my control. And you know what? Uh, great thing that you said there, Joy, and you said a lot of great things. But one of the things that I want to kind of pick at right here was you're a spiritual guy. My foundation is with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ also. So my foundation is rooted in biblical principles. And one of the things that you said was retirement is nowhere in the Bible, which is absolutely correct, because as human beings, we were put here on this earth to be producers, right? To always produce something, to bring something to the masses, right? And if you look at it, most people, when they try and retire, it's hard for them to retire because it's innate for us to produce something. So just by, okay, I'm done working and I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch TV all day. Those people, they end up dying quicker than the next person that says, okay, I'm retired, but I'm going to go and find a passion project to work in or something like that. So that's one of the things that I just wanted to kind of glossly touch on because you, you spoke eloquently about that because that's that's very, very important. And then next, she spoke about putting money into 401k plans, 527 plans, or 529 plans and things like that for education, for your retirement and everything like that. And you're absolutely right. When you do that, you can't touch that money. So that money is basically out of service in a way. Yes, it's being used to buy stocks, buy and trade stocks, but you don't have any control over it. But you're saying with whole life insurance policy and infinite banking, you can definitely touch that money and you can create your own passive income strategies with that money. So you're in control of that money. Is that correct? A hundred percent. And I think part of that, Marcus, is getting the mindset right. Because I'll be honest with you, before I started to do this process of infinite banking, I was of the mindset that many people are, is that, man, I'm not as smart as Wall Street. Right. Those advisors who went to school, who got all these various different registrations and um, licenses. Oh, they know how to manage money better than I do. So I'm just going to blindly put my money there and let them manage it because they're going to do a better job. And that's Mm -hmm. a lie, Marcus. I mean, that would be like me saying, hey, Marcus, I'm just going to leave my kids with a babysitter all the time. Yep. And expect them to raise my kids better than me. Mm-hmm. What what are the chances of that happening, by the way? Slim to none. Zero percent. Yeah. Zero percent because they have literally no emotional attachment to them, right? They have no physical attachment. Like they are not part of who we are. Yep. Your money is never going to be someone else's priority. It is always going to be your priority, or it should be. Mm-hmm. And Wall Street has con- like convinced us that they're better at it, and we should leave it with them. And I'm going to correct you on one thing. You said that money in our 401k is, how did you say it? You said it's 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 being used to buy stocks. It's, it is being mm-hmm. done for that. But the bigger thing it's being done is it's always making someone else money. Somebody else money, yeah. They're in leveraging fact, it. <laughs> Recently, I heard somebody say, man, I mean, I I saw in my IRA, the money went up like $15,000 
in in the last three or four years or whatever the case was. And he said, but the management fee was $17,000. He's like, wait a minute. I made less than they did. And it was my money. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. even understand how that's possible, Mm -hmm. but that's how it works. Like they convinced us to give us their money. I mean, give them our money, money. allow them to manage it, to make fees off of it constantly, whether they go up or down and then to hand it back to us with literally no responsibility for it to have done anything positive. Mm -hmm. That is bizarre. And we've done it hand over fist. In fact, we've thought it's to our benefit. Right. You know, we've been convinced 401k is really good because you don't have to pay tax on the money. Really? Because you do have to pay tax on the money. Mm -hmm. It's just not today. Mm -hmm. It's at a higher tax rate in the future. Like, that's even more bizarre. Anyway, I, yeah. I, you know, you didn't ask me to come in here and start busting up on Wall Street, but that's well, no. that's my... one, one. And it's funny <laughs> because I was having this conversation with a gentleman yesterday and we were talking about investments in Wall Street and everything like that. And OK, Marcus, where were you going with this? We were talking about. <laughs> God, I completely forgot now. I completely forgot my train of thought. I digress. <laughs> so. Starting a whole life policy, right? Because not every insurance company offers such a product, right? Right. And a lot of people claim that they offer such a product, but you got to be careful. What should we look for when we're going out trying to find a whole life policy? Because I'm familiar with the Nelson Nash Institute, and I really ingrained myself into this when I was thinking about doing this. So what should we look for if somebody comes to us and say, Hey, you know what? I can get you into a whole life policy. What should we look for? What should we stay away from? Great, great point. You just said, uh, anybody can put you in a whole life policy, mm-hmm. anybody with a life insurance license, but your Northwestern mutual friend, because everybody has one, there's like 700 million of them, like running around <laughs> town, your state farm agent, they all have a life insurance policy, but this is not infinite banking. Right. And infinite banking is a process in which you use a product. Now, that product needs to be set up properly. And to your point, you should find a practitioner, like somebody who goes to the source and learns from the source. Nelson Nash is the godfather, the creator of this concept. He wrote the Mm -hmm. book, Become Your Own Banker. He created an institute so that the people that are trained by him and his statutes are have that kind of moniker. That's where you should start, right? Get somebody who is a trained person, an IBC practitioner is what they call them. And you can go to, I think it's called infinitebanking.org is where you can quickly get there and and find a practitioner. Of course, all the people on our team have been trained. In fact, Nelson was from Birmingham, Alabama. So we actually had him over to our office on a regular basis before he passed away a few years ago. And in fact, I have a picture of him with my daughter at his bedside, right? Like a few weeks before he passed and getting to introduce her to him. And so we have a very, very fond relationship with Nelson Nash himself and all of our coaches uh, are know, okay. know that inside and out. Okay. So what are, if I'm, if I'm exploring that, right. Okay. And I found someone, I went to infinitebanking.org. I found a practitioner, Right. And let's just say I have, you know, I came into $25,000 yep. and I say, okay, I want to start 
you know, into infinite banking. I did some research, looked at some things, and I felt that it was interesting, right? Okay, I buy, get a whole life policy. I put the $25,000 into it. I can pull out and correct me if I'm wrong about 80% of the $25,000 and use that elsewhere to invest. But yet, I'm still gaining interest as if that $85,000 was still sitting in the policy, correct? Right. Because think about this way, Marcus. I love the name of your your podcast. We love equity. Mm -hmm. Think of that 80% as the equity you've built up in your policy. Okay. So just like you bought, you have equity in a house. What are the Mm -hmm. ways in which you can get access to that equity? You can borrow against it, right? You could go get a line of credit against that equity and you start using that equity outside, maybe buying multiple properties. The same Mm -hmm. is true with that life insurance policy. You've built that cash value, that equity, and you borrow against it at the insurance company. You go to the insurance company and say, hey, I need the $20,000 that I have access to, this uh, line of credit against my equity. They borrow that 20K, they go do whatever they want to do with it because the insurance company doesn't ask you what you're going to do with it. They, They could care less. Because their main obligation to you is the death benefit, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is substantially more than the twenty thousand k, you know, twenty k right. that you have in cash, and so they borrow against it. They give you that money. Now that twenty k is still technically in your policy; it's never left. Yep. That's why you're able to gain interest and dividends off that money at the same time as being able to use it outside of the policy. That's the that's the game changer, which I know is what you love about it, yep, right? Yep, you, you got you, it. <laughs> you're loving that equity. You're getting to use equity in two places at once. That's exactly why we use this vehicle. And 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 just as a testament to everyone, I'm currently using this strategy myself. We started out with a policy, we borrowed against it, and we went and bought another duplex. And that duplex is generating income. And then we're putting that money right back into the policy. So it's beautiful. And and I learned about this about a year and a half ago. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show, because not many people are using it. Or first of all, not not too many people know about it. And then not too many people are using it the correct way. So to give you guys an example, Disney, they started their whole Disney Foundation Disney worlds, everything by using insurance policies that the family had. A hundred percent. In fact, here's the, here's the, the really crazy part in 2009 is when I started learning about this. I was at Wells Fargo and you know, I had access to the financial advisors, the business bankers, like all of the, the upper C-suite kind of people in Mm -hmm. my, my local area. And I started, I read this book and I said, I went around, I said, Hey, what do you guys think of this whole life insurance idea? Like I'm thinking about putting some money in it and, you know, utilizing it like a bank situation. And do you know, not one person at the bank thought this was a good idea. (laughs) They were like, this is dumb. Whole life insurance. Why would you ever put money in whole life insurance? Like that's so dumb. They're they're, They don't have a good rate of return. Like it's just very cost heavy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you know, what was interesting, each one of those people, if you ever notice when you walk in a bank, there's like the VP yeah. of blank, like fill in the blank, mm-hmm. VP of business banking, VP of, 
you know, customer relations, VP, blah, blah, blah. Well, have you ever thought about like, man, this person isn't that like impressive. Mm -hmm. You know, like you would think a VP would be like super impressive personality. Like this is a, a really high producing person. Not so with everybody at the bank. The reason why they all have those titles is because Wells Fargo has, what is it? 19 or $20 billion in whole life insurance on their books. Wow. wow. Guess where they put that, where, where they get that cash value from? From insuring their employees. Mm. So the big banks and Bank of America does even more than Wells Fargo. I'm talking, they have insured the VPs of the bank yep. so heavily that they have billions of dollars in cash value. If a bank thinks this is a smart idea, yep. that's all we're doing. I'm, I'm not that smart. I'm going to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I'm, I'm not that smart, but I can tell you where the smart people with money are doing with their money. I'm going to just mimic it. Like, why yep. wouldn't I? Right. Yep. So anyways, I thought that was interesting because you could go look it up, FDIC.gov. Go look up your bank and, and see mm-hmm. on their cash value life insurance is one of their line items. And almost all of them are putting large, large numbers in there because it's safe, it's secure, it's always growing. I mean, this is a, it's a great asset to, to have on your books. So what do we need to do, Joey, if we're interested, again, to say we got that $25,000. How do I draw that down? How do I take that and use that as a down payment or something like that to go and purchase a property and kind of what's the cycle? I know we can't get into the nuts and bolts about it because we only have 40 minutes here on the show, but just an overarching view of, you know, how it can be used and the benefits of it. Well, I, so I'm on, I'm on answer your question, but I'm going to zoom out really quickly first. Okay. If you think of this vehicle, this whole life insurance as just an add-on to what you're already doing, it will not be very powerful. I've seen it a million times. I've seen it where people like, oh, I've got all this going on over here and oh, I'm just going to add on this life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. And you know what happens? They put money in it. They forget about it. They don't put, they don't use it enough. But what we did is we created a system called the passive income operating system. Okay. And it's where you can show where it shows you how, man, where your money flows into your income account, it should go straight into that infinite banking account into that, that separate account that then funds your policy premiums and it goes to work in investments and it comes right back in. And when you do that, when you bring those two things in together, your regular cash flows from your business or from your W-2 job, wherever it may be coming. And then you add in that infinite banking component and you tie it to your investments. Man, that gets powerful because now you're capturing your cash flows. You're putting more and more money to work. And now that passive income is just compounding on itself. It's probably harder to understand that just from like, what I'm saying. And I, I mean, that's mm-hmm. why we put it in an ebook where people can actually access that and get a visual to go with what I'm saying. Okay. But the big takeaway for me is this has to be part of your vision to get to financial freedom. It can't just be a product because what you're used to is you're used to saying, 
oh man, I got some extra money. I go to my financial advisor. What does he say? He says, right. oh man, just, you should open up a Roth IRA or you should, you should mm -hmm. open up this, you know, 529 plan, or you should open this product. You should buy this product. And so people sometimes think the life insurance is just a product, but well, because, if you think of it, because some of those wealth managers, right, they're, they're pigeonholed in a box to sell 100%. you certain products, right? So to sell you the 529 plan, to sell you, you know, the Roth IRA. So they're, they're, they have a sales component behind it and they get the fees off of the sales that's made. So it's commission based, right? Yeah. So a lot of times your best interest at heart is not, you know, the total perspective. A hundred percent. Yeah. And if you can, if you can zoom out and see this as the means to the end mm -hmm. of financial freedom, then that's where the coaching component comes in. And, and I, and I'm just want to add this to it is again, there's a lot of people that can sell life insurance policy, but is that person also the coach that can help you implement this into a system to get you into passive income, into financial freedom. And mm -hmm. that's, I, I think that's a missing component that we walk people through a five pillars of financial freedom. Infinite banking is one of those, but man, if you can see how they all connect, it gets super powerful. Okay. Okay. So Joey, if I have debt, let's just say I have student loan debt, but I have a great job. I'm a anesthesiologist. I'm making $150,000, $175,000, right? And I have additional income. I don't want to say additional income, but I'm living beneath my, my means. So I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. Would you suggest that I pay off the debt first or start a whole life policy? Man, you just set me up so well, man. I appreciate that so much, Mark. <laughs> Actually, I'm on. I'm going to answer your question with a story okay. about a gentleman that came to us, and I'm I'm not going to tell you what I would say. I'm going to tell you what he said. Okay. Um, this gentleman was a, a a physician. I can't recall if he was an orthopedic surgeon or what exactly, but he had four hundred thousand dollars in student loans. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. When he learned about infinite banking, he had already paid those student loans off. Oh, wow. All right. So let, let's say this was maybe four years into him practicing. He got so fired up about paying off debt. He just started just chunking money at the mm -hmm. student loan debt. And that, by the way, most physicians are the same way. They feel this mountain of debt because yep. they've just, they've been at school, at school, at school, at school for 20 years. And then they look up and they're like, man, I got all this debt. I got to get, I got to get serious about paying it off. So he gets really serious about, it. he pays it off in like four or five years. Mm -hmm. Then he learns about this system we're talking about creating financial freedom. And he's getting to that critical point. I mean, Marcus, let's be real. When you first start your job, do you really want to have financial freedom? Like most people no. don't No, They're just, they're just like, man, I'm fired up. I love yeah. what I'm doing. And, but, but after five years and you start mm -hmm. seeing how that's keeping you from things at home yep. or keeping you from relationships or, you know, especially, man, I'll be honest. There's a lot of physicians that work a lot harder than I ever will. Mm -hmm. They're on call at 5 a.m. to go deliver a baby or whatever, go into surgery or whatever. They're missing critical things at home. Yep. And they start saying, is there another way? Well, this guy starts learning about this and he says, man. What if 
I had just put that money to work in a whole life policy instead of putting it straight towards debt. Mm -hmm. Then take that, you know, $400,000 and just bought, in this case, I think we came up with, it was like 10 properties that he could have bought that were cash flowing. Mm -hmm. And we said, man, what if you had done that in five years instead of just paying off the debt? How, what would have been the result? And you know what he did is he did the math. Passive income greater than monthly expenses. That's the formula. Mm -hmm. Yep. By the way, you don't have to be very smart. I'm not smart. But if you have more passive income than you have monthly expenses, your calendar is yours. Nobody else owns mm -hmm. your calendar at that point. That's your time freedom. Because if some, if I have $20,000 a month coming in and my expenses are 15000 and it doesn't require me to be present for that 20000 to come into my mailbox every month. It's financial freedom. That's financial freedom, right? There's yep. no there's no denying it, right? There's, it doesn't require some license or Wall Street professional to, mm -hmm. to talk about that. That's just real life. So this guy learns about this. We say, okay, do the math. Right now, you've paid off $400,000. How much passive income do you have? Zero. Zero. Yep. How much monthly expenses do you have? Let's just say it was it was 15,000 with the student loans and it's 10,000 without. Let's just say that that mm -hmm. was the math. I don't remember. Yep. So he's got zero coming in passive. He's got 10,000 a month of expenses cuz he's paid off the other five. How close is he to financial freedom right now? He's in the same position. 0%. Yeah. He's got no passive income and 10,000 expenses. And he said, "Okay, now let's let's reverse this." And let's say that you have uh, out of 10 properties, what's a realistic number that he could have gotten per property? Let's just say 300 bucks. Cash okay. Flow. Let's just be, yeah, 300 bucks. So he's got $300 per property. He's got 10 properties. Mm -hmm. That's $3,000 a month, right? Yep. So let's passive income, $3,000. Expenses, 15000 How close mm -hmm. is he to financial freedom? He's a third of the way. He's a third of the way there. So which one got him closer to financial freedom, paying off the debt or creating passive income? Yeah, creating a uh, passive income. Creating passive income. Now, does he still have this quote unquote mountain of debt? Absolutely he does. Mm -hmm. But what he has now is he has cash flow that doesn't require his presence. Right. He's not, he's no longer the asset producing the income. Something else is taking that lift off of him. Well, now mm -hmm. just keep, keep, you know, rolling that process over and over and he starts buying more properties or he starts investing in something else that creates passive income. He's going to get to financial freedom way faster doing yep. that than he is paying off that $400,000 student loans. That's why debt freedom does not equal financial freedom. Yes. So let me, let me correct my math. I said a third of the way. He's a fifth of the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're but, right. You're right. Yeah. He's a fifth of the way, but at the same time, you know, he's still a lot further than where he was. Right. And then to, also to, to add some context to it, you know, if he's putting that money, let's just say he's putting that money into the life insurance policy and then borrowing it back out and using that money to purchase the properties, he's still gaining interest in that life insurance policy on that money that's not even sitting there. Because 100%. it's used somewhere else. And that's one of the things that I try and get people to understand. Like you said, Joey, and you put it a great way. You said it's 
you know, having two equity vehicles being used at the same time with one pot of money. We love equity. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we and, want more of it. Let's get it in two <laughs> places instead of one. I love that. Yep. And when, when I talked to my wife about this, you know, it, it took a minute you know, for her to understand it, just like anyone else, because they like, are you serious? Can you really do this? Can you really do this? And after I sat down and I started looking at it and we started looking at it, you know, seriously, we was like, wow, you know what? This is a great vehicle for us, you know, to get out of debt plus acquire more properties, but yet still increase our passive income and increase our asset holdings and increase our interest that we're making on our money. So I'm going to give you a quick example, Joey. And I know this show is not about me, but I want to bring it all home so people can understand the concept. So one of the things that we did was we um, had some money, uh, we sold a property, and we were just going to go out and buy another property. Had our insurance rep tell us about, you know, infinite banking and everything like that. So we purchased a uh, a policy, put the money in the policy. And then we pulled 80% of that money or whatever we needed. No, actually, we pulled just the down payment to purchase the property out. Pulled the down payment to purchase the property out and then got financing with the bank, right? So then we were sitting back. We were thinking, okay, the bank is charging us 6.2% interest. Our money that we, because we had some other money that was sitting in the money market account was only gaining 1.4% interest. So we said, well, let's pay off the note to the bank. That way it'll increase our passive income a lot faster, right? And then our, our, our rep said, no, don't pay the bank note off directly. Put the money, put the $50,000 into the whole life and then take the money out of the, the whole life and then pay the bank off. So now what we did was we're gaining 4% interest on our money that was in a money market account gaining 1.4%. So now we're gaining 4% there and we're saving because we were paying 6.2% interest to the bank and now we're paying ourselves back 4% interest. So we, we, in essence, created money out of thin air just by playing with the interest rates and moving money around. Same pot of money. Well, the the key to this whole deal is when you have access to capital and when you have the vehicle that could create equity in two places versus one, you have more options than you do without. That's the key. Like options are what we're after because options are a freedom generator. Right. That mm-hmm. if we can use these vehicles to create more freedom, we should. And and I think of it as a stewardship thing, man. Yep. I've been given certain money. I've been given certain resources, certain time. Is what am I going to do with that? That's going to make mm-hmm. a difference. Right. And I want to do the very best I can. And so if I have the knowledge to create equity in two places instead of one, I'm going to do it. Right. Yep. And uh, so I, I appreciate you sharing your case study on this because people learn when they see models, when they see people, when I share with people, my very first policy was $2,000 a month because that's all I could see. That's all I could, I could visualize about, you know, how does this thing work? And I had to get started. Mm -hmm. Well, within the first year, I ended up with over 60,000 a year in three policies because 
I started to see new applications, new ways of using it. And now fast forward, I have well over 20 policies. All of my daughters are insured, my wife, my business partner. We've even got policies on third parties that we invest in, into our land flipping business, into our short-term rental business, into a an e-commerce business that we invest in. All those operators are insured and we are able to expand our system because of that. There you go. So Joey, I know, man, we could get, we could dive a whole lot deeper into this, but we only got so much time, right? So right. what I want to do, man, I want you to let the audience know where can they go to get more information about infinite banking, how they can reach out to you as well. Absolutely. So couple couple resources I'll give you. Number one, go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash we love equity. And on that page, we have several different things that you can do. You can learn about the masterminds that we offer and apply if that is a good fit for you. You can download our investor DNA profile. It's a, an assessment that you take that teaches you, how do I see the world? How's God created me to look at different passive income streams and what, which one would be a good fit for me? There's a, there's a whole matrix. You'll love that. Um, mm -hmm. Or third, you can always reach out to one of our team members. We have a free 15-minute call. And the best thing would be like, man, hey, I heard about you on We Love Equity. I'd love to talk to you about infinite banking. What resources do you have? We have a free webinar on it. We have a whole page on IBC, infinite banking, on mm -hmm. our website. So yeah, engage with all that. And you can even join our app. We have a free app. Go to the app store and look up Wealth of the Wall Street. And we have free resources in there. In fact, we're going to do a webinar in just a couple weeks on the subject. So happy to, to help you engage with whatever, wherever you're at in the process. Absolutely. So you all know exactly what to do. Go to wealth without wall street forward slash. We love equity, get the free downloads, get the free resources. That way you can be more informed because I always tell people education without information is just useless information. So you got to get out there and you got to take action. And here's some action steps that Joey is providing for you. So you can know exactly what to do with your money and don't think right? That you have to have this large pot of money. Joey said he started with $2,000. So you have to start where you are and grow that because that's part of stewardship. And Joey, I mean, that was the key word throughout this whole podcast, basically a stewardship. When I have it, what do I do with it? What do I do with it in order to make it grow and increase so I can then help others? 100%. Nobody, nobody wakes up every morning being like, man, I just want to waste whatever I've been given, I, I think on the whole, whether you follow Christ or not, you have this innate kind of built in desire to be good at money, right? To know what to do with it, to make sure you're not being foolish. And I, I personally, and it sounds like you as well, Marcus, ascribe uh, the fact that God's given me these things and I want to please him with everything that I can. And one of those is with my money. So I want to steward yeah. it well and the more I learn about ways to do that, I want to share it with others. And um, and so grateful for this platform, Marcus, for us to be able to do that um, for, for others. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the show on today, Joy. And we really appreciate the information that you provided us. Guys, get out there, take the action. That way that education can be applied. 
So thank you so much, Joey. And you all, thank you so much for being loyal listeners to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. Thank you for listening to today's show. I picked up some great actionable items and I'm sure you did as well. If so, let me know. You can always reach me via social media at facebook.com slash MRCS Maloney, Twitter at MRCS Maloney, and of course, IG at MRCS Maloney. You can also always reach me via email at mmaloney at equityri.com. Make sure you reach out to our guest as well. You can always find their contact information in the show notes below. If you have not subscribed already, what are you waiting for? Join the family. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star review. This is how we tell if we're providing you with what you need for your journey. If there's someone you would like for me to interview, or if there's a subject matter you would like for me to cover, please let me know. Finally, if you're looking for additional information about real estate investing, go to equityrealestateblog.com, also youtube.com slash Marcus Maloney. Until next time, family, always enjoy the journey.